Friday night. Welcome to the Heart of a Villain, the podcast and live stream devoted to the Bearded Villains Worldwide Brotherhood and the lives they are changing all over the world. Guys, happy Friday night. I'm looking forward to this one. This is a fun one. Well, they're all fun for me. I just, uh, I come here and hang out in the studio and get to say hi to all the, all everybody here and um, just chill, just chill with you guys. So I am excited to be here. It's Friday night. We're closing in on the year, uh, at the end of the year. This is episode 62, 62, and we've been doing this live stream thing here uh, on YouTube ever since episode 25. So um, I'm seeing a few thumbs up there. Slam that thing if you want to. What do they always say on, on, YouTube, on YouTube videos? Slam that like button or whatever it is. Thumbs up, whatever it is. Sure, go ahead and do it. Or thumbs down if you don't like it, but hopefully it's too early for you to determine if you don't like it yet or not. I don't know. But everybody, welcome, welcome, welcome. This is, wow, the heart of a villain. So um, real quick, while you all are here, I'm going to move my screens around a little bit here so I can get everybody where I need them to. Whoops, that's not what I wanted to do. Move this guy over here so it's a little bit more like I'm used to doing. Okay, guys, sorry about that. Little <laughs> little cleanup effort here. Good morning, good morning uh, to everybody over in the UK. Good evening to everybody here in the States. Anybody else that's watching and listening from another part of the world, I uh, hope you're having a great day. Uh, today on this episode, I am going to be bringing in an interview I have that I got earlier this week with one of our brothers over in the UK and I love talking to these guys. And this is, it's one of our more active chapters over there. Well, you know what? I, I say that, I say that, but they're all active. They're all active over there. Uh, this time around, I'm going to be talking with Bearded Villains East Anglia Captain Lee. And uh, he's going to be talking to us a little bit about what their chapter's been doing. They are this weekend going to be completing parts two, three, and four of a four part uh, toy drive. So super exciting things going on there. And I also want to share some of the really cool stuff that's going on basically all over the world of BV because we have had a bunch of chapters getting involved in various toy drives and different things going on. Um, and so I'm going to cover a, bu a bunch of those things because I'm really, um, i really excited about that. I, I just love seeing it, especially, like I've said before, this COVID time of year, uh, this whole year has been just crap. And I love that. You know, our guys are finding a way to still make a difference, even with everything else going on. Good evening, guys. Good morning, all of you guys that are here. If you are looking for any information about the Bearded Villains, if you're looking, if you like hearing about good guys doing some good things, uh, bearded men doing charity stuff, this is the place you want to be. Make sure if you're on YouTube right now, you click that uh, subscribe button so you get all the all the cool notifications and such, so that just like that. So you're alerted every time we put out one of these videos, just in case you happen to be get busy and you forget about it for sure. I want to take a second here because I do need to acknowledge something that I received today from one of our brothers. And I was kind of excited about this. Um, really, really cool stuff, man. So our bro, Jay, Jay 13, what is up? Um, he sent me a little care package and talking about, uh, talking about Canada. Hey, here you go. <laughs> it's got a little card with the old leaf on it. <laughs> um, but really, really, really nice, nice gesture here. Um, and what's really cool is being an ambassador for a beard care company that he is, he wanted to send me some of the good stuff here. And I wanted to take a few seconds and acknowledge uh, and say thank you to him for doing that. And um, man, I, un I unpackaged the package, but I wanted to 
uh, give give some some quick rundowns of these. I've not really done this. is actually a first. Um, <laughs> this is a first here. I've not done an actual beard review live on the live stream of any products before. Um, I've always said, hey, guys, send me some stuff and I'll do it. Uh, I'll talk about it a little bit. Um, so interesting thing. Um, this company that he is an ambassador for uh, is called the Bearded Lumberjack. So very, very interesting um, packaging here. I love the color label on it. Um, I like the bright the bright white top. Um, so different. So many of the other ones are um, are very are black or something else. But um, So he sent me four cents to, to, to check out. And um, I got to say, each one of them is so unique, but very, very, very deep uh, and diverse with what they've got. This one here called Old Fashioned. Um, I like that the... I like that the, the tops of these bottles have like a childproof lock on them. It's kind of funny, uh, but you have to push and pull at the same time type thing. Man, I don't know. I I can't tell. I have to go online and see exactly what these these scents are supposed to be profiling. But um, this old fashioned, I it's really complex, and it's sweet at the same time. But it's got like this earthy. Wow, old fashioned. I love that. I love that. Wish I would have smelled these earlier. I could have put some in for the night. Uh, bearded Lumberjack. This one's old-fashioned. That's really nice. Really nice stuff. Okay, uh, moving on, just to give you a quick rundown. There's another, there's another one called Tobacco and Leather. I smelled this earlier, and I'm telling you what. There are not many companies out there that do a leather version um, that really get it right. And I got to tell you, this is good. This is good. I'm not sm- so much... Now I'm I'm not a big tobacco person, but at the same time, gotta tell you, the leather part of it's real heavy, and I love that. Like that one too. Very nice, very nice. Jay, thanks so much. I'll get this I'll get this out of the way quick because I know we're viewers want to get into this uh, the content here. Um, <laughs> this one I love the I love the title of this one. Uh, camping. <laughs> you can just about guarantee. <laughs> One of a couple of scents, and hopefully it's not uh, nature poo smell, right? Oh, no. That's, that smells like a forest. I like that. Very nice. Very nice. Rob, uh, yes, it kind of smells like that. Uh, the old-fashioned does. And then we've got Cubans and Cognac. This is a very unique one, too. Cubans and Cognac. Yeah. I like these. Jay, I can't wait to, to put some of these in and uh, enjoy them. Thanks so much for uh, thinking of me. And um, heck yeah, man. I, I love every one of there's not There's not a bad one of these that you sent. There's not, not one of these that I'm not going to be using. So thanks so much. Um, greatly appreciate that. That is so awesome. I wish I had some sense that I could send to you, but I don't. So <laughs> it is what it is. I'll find something to send to you. I don't know. I'll find something. Box Kleenex from the U.S. <laughs> we'll find something, man. Um, so in any event. Okay, guys. So let's get into a little bit of the meat here uh, of the show. And first, you know, as I've said before, one of the things I love to do is talk about what all of our other chapters around the world are doing. And when I'm able to see it, I like to share it. And this time around, this week, I found a bunch of chapters doing some really cool things. One of the things that I would love for more chapters to do, so I move my camera here. One of the things I'd love for more chapters to do is to be willing to just go out there and just share stuff. I get it that, as, as I've said this before, I get that some chapters, you know, are don't want to be like, "Oh, look at what you've done. Look at what you've done." We, that's not why we do it. I understand that. But it's, it's really, really, really impressive, and it can be inspiring for others. I've said this before, for them to see what you're doing. That's the reason why we share this stuff. It's not to brag. It's not to say, look at us. It's to inspire others. So good, you know, great stuff, even if you think it's small, share that stuff. So I'm going to be talking here in a second. I'm going to show you some of the stuff that I've, that I've encountered over the last week from some of our chapters around the world. It's really, really cool stuff to see. So first of all, now, I, I will preface it with this. 
there's a chance one or two chapters out there are not going to be included in what I'm showing. And that's because I didn't see it. Not because I value anything less, but this is the stuff that I, I went out and I actually found scrolling through over the course of the week. So if your chapter's not in here, count yourself to blame. That's what I'll do. You're, you're the one to blame because I was not made aware of things. Unless for some reason you did make me aware and I forgot about it. Hopefully that's not the case. Okay, so moving on. Guys, Bearded Villains OSW. Hmm. Hmm. Jay thinks that I'm forgetting about people up in Canada. Jay, I'm not forgetting about people up in Canada. Look at this. Look, got stuff coming up here. We got stuff coming up. I'm going to be talking about stuff in Canada here. Bearded Villains OSW. Donations to London Cares Emergency Homeless Response. Very cool stuff. And check this photo out, man. Uh, this thing was taken at like dusk, it looks like. Um, and very cool. Um, it's just a very, uh, I don't know, it's just a very cool picture. But congratulations, Bearded Villains OSW, for your donations to London Cares Emergency Homeless Response Service. Very cool stuff. Hey, look at this. Montreal. I think that's in Canada. <laughs> oh, man. A Czech presentation. Now... I was not able to tell um, an amount here. It didn't wasn't listed in the post, and I couldn't zoom in enough to see what the amount was, but that doesn't matter. Um, very cool stuff here. Bearded Villains Montreal did a check presentation. Now, I'm going to try to say this slowly for those of you who are not watching. For the Office of the Society of Leukemia and Lymphoma of Canada, and it was done in homage to Bethany Nicole Hornsby. That's a tongue tire. Office of the Society of Leukemia and Lymphoma of Canada, in homage to Bethany Nicole Hornsby. Very cool stuff, guys, for your check presentation there. Uh, great stuff. I love seeing this. Hey, check this out. Always, Tampa Bay's always trying to do something in a little different way, right? Um, and they love to lift down in Florida. Boy, those guys in Florida, uh, not just Tampa Bay, but Miami, all those guys down in Florida, they love to lift, love to do competitions and uh, different things where weights are involved. So Bearded Villains Tampa Bay, they did a toy drive and Florida Strongest Comp. Check these photos out, man. Uh, very cool stuff. They raised, looks like they 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 took in a whole bunch of toys, uh, bikes and different things here. So congratulations, Bearded Villains Tampa Bay, for your efforts there. Very cool stuff to see. Bearded Villains Tennessee, always doing stuff. Bearded Villains Tennessee, Project Love Strong. Very, very cool thing here. Um, pictured here in the community. And so they had a clothing, I think it's basically clothing, but mostly hoodies, uh, clothing and hoodies for the homeless. Uh, they got some coats there they're giving out. So being active, guys, being active. It looks like they had some family and friends involved in this as well, as always. So many of our chapters do that. I love it. Uh, Bearded Villains, Tennessee, hoodies for the homeless, um, keeping the homeless clothed and warm as the weather turns. Uh, so important, so important to see. Love it. Moving on to here in my home state, Indiana, the Bearded Villains Indiana chapter, BVIN, had a toy drive. They partnered with the Twisted Foundation. This is something we've done here in Indiana for a couple of years now, and uh, always a great, great event. It's shocking to see the amount of toys that they they fill basically what is essentially an auditorium usually with the donations for this thing, and then they, they usually do an auction. Uh, I don't know if that all took place this year. I don't think the auction necessarily did, unless it was a virtual one. But always great to see BVIN partnering with Twisted Foundation uh, with their toy drive. So awesome stuff there, guys. BVC, Bearded Villains Chicago. Awesome to see donations to Fostering Child Happiness Foundation. Fostering Child Happiness Foundation. So they're doing donations of toys. They got some bikes in there. This guys, this is what it's about. This is what it's about. Giving back this time of year. Uh, thanks so much, guys, for representing yourselves, representing your chapters, representing the bearded villains in such a great way. The bearded villains, New Mexico chapter. Check this out, guys. Donations to the UNMH Child Life Hospital. They're very active with this hospital, as I understand it, and um, so so cool to see. These these are donations, guys. A lot of times that these hospitals 
that these organizations, they don't expect, but sadly, they depend on them, especially this year. Everybody's money is a little tighter because of job loss and different things going on, the economy. And to see the effort by our guys, to see the willingness to help, not only by our guys, but the communities in general, helping things out, it's just so refreshing to see. I love it. Bearded Villains Houston had a toy drive as well. Got boxes and boxes and boxes of stuff right there. Thank you very much, Bearded Villains Houston. See, guys, check that. This is amazing. All these chapters, OSW, Montreal, Tampa Bay, Bearded Villains, Tennessee, Indiana, BVC, Houston, New Mexico. We also have Idaho, Bearded Villains, Idaho. They did this. Check this out, guys. This is something really cool. Uh, they actually made snowman kits. Um, sounds funny, but I, I've never seen these before, and they're really cool. Uh, but they made snow, uh, snowman kits um, with donations and stuff. So they handed these things out. Uh, very cool stuff, guys. Always looking for unique ways to help out. Bearded Villains, Idaho, coming through. And the last thing I want to mention here um, is for a profit thing to go into a charity, the Bearded Villains North Mississippi has a new patch that they've just put out, um, just put out, and they're trying to raise some money for their charity efforts here. Uh, it's called the Santa Brother Patch. The Santa Brother Patch. Very cool. It's it's their logo wearing the hat with the BVNMS on it. Uh, so very cool. The the bearded sunglassed man, the Santa Brother. So uh, if you if you can, if you can get out there and help out with that uh, that patch, get yourself a little cool patch from the Bearded Villains of North Mississippi, the Santa Brother. So guys, very cool stuff. All right. So this is what we're about. This is the stuff, man. It gives me chills. It really does. Every time I'm scrolling through my feed and I see a new ch- another chapter doing something, another chapter, one of these days, and you know what, honestly, honestly, I hope that it happens, that this podcast becomes an hour and 30 minutes because it takes me 30 minutes simply to talk about all the cool things that the individual chapters are doing. I'm all for it. So this is, what I, this is why I created this podcast was to, ta- to talk about and to share the amazing things that our, that our brothers are doing out there. So keep it going. Keep, just keep, keep going, guys. It's just amazing to see. So thanks so much. Before I get in to a, uh, my interview with Lee, with Bearded Villains East Anglia, guys, I just want to show you this because, as I mentioned earlier, um, this is part one. Uh, last weekend was part one for Bearded Villains East Anglia of their toy drive. And um, very cool to see Bearded Villains East Anglia. This is Toy Drive Donations, one of four. So they are actually doing toy drives where they're collecting items that are going to four different locations that they've worked with in the past. Um, it's, it's just awesome, just awesome to see. And like I said, these, these places that they're going, the places that our guys here in the States, everywhere else, uh, up in Canada, that all of our brothers are helping these toy these toy drives for. Just imagine in this year, as bad as things have been, they would hope to receive these donations, these organizations, but you can't plan on it. This year has been so messed up. So to see this, it just it it not only warms the heart, but man, it just gives you a it just gives you a hell of a shot in the arm for. The, the great things that we're doing. So congratulations. I'm, I, it just, this just makes me extremely proud, extremely proud guys um, to be a bearded villain, to be brothers with all of you guys out there doing so many cool things. I want to bring in real quick here now, not real quick, because it's a, it's an interview after all. I had a great time talking with Lee um, about what, the Bearded Villains East Anglia guys are up to um, his his past a little bit with within BV. And it's cool because, as I've said before, so many of our leaders, the guys that have been around for a while, um, that made BV what it is today. That's what I say when I say the leaders. It's not always just not and I'm not I'm not taking anything away from the leaders that are out there that have only been around for a year or two. But some of these some of these guys that are still out there still pushing hard to make a difference that have been around since 15 um, when they first found BV. It's just refreshing that they're still here. 
and that they still have the drive and that they haven't just thrown their hands up and said, okay, well, I'm done. Uh, but they're still pushing. And um, I love it. So, guys, I just want to share this. This is my interview uh, with our brother, Bearded Villains, East Anglia. My interview with Captain Lee. It's Mr. Greaves. <laughs> Mr. Greaves on Instagram. My guest this week is all the way from over in the UK. He is the captain of the Bearded Villains East Anglia chapter. It's Mr. Greaves, Lee Greaves. Lee, how are you doing today? I'm very well. How are you? I am fantastic. Fantastic. Excellent. You, you have um you have got quite a chapter, a very close chapter. Um, and and I, I love seeing the posts that you've had. And I know that you guys have continued to do some really neat things here under the COVID pandemic issues and everything that's going on right now. So I've wanted to get get a hold of you for a while. So I'm really excited to finally get you on here. So thanks so much for meeting with me. Thank you very much. I'm happy to be on here. I'm, I've been looking forward to it myself. So it's good to be on as well. Yeah. So you have, I know you have been around for since 2015, 16 era. You're one of the, one of the OG, you know, era of uh, villains, especially over there uh, in the UK. Can you tell us, can you, can you take us a little bit back to that time and what it was like and what bearded villains was like and your journey was like at the very beginning? Yeah, certainly. So, uh, like you said, late 2015, um, one of my good friends who's uh, ex-captain Boroboy. Um, we've been friends for many a year and uh, I'd always had a bit of a beard, but he, he said to me, look, you need to grow it out a bit more. Take a look at this. It's bearded villains. I'd not heard of them until then. And uh, it was a case of, right, okay, I'll give it a look. Always been a bit of a technophobe, so I had to download Instagram, which was very new to me at the time. And uh, yeah, so I got involved, started chatting to a few people, um, got to know the the original nine who were over here, particularly the likes of Rick and uh, Matt Glover and uh, Carlito as well. Got very close with those three guys, and it just grew from there really. And then um, early 2016, we had a uh, the first chapter, or as it was then, charter meet because um, back then the UK was all one chapter um, with individual charters. And we had the East Anglia charter meet, our first one in Peterborough. Met some guys who are still going now, the likes of clenching people. And uh, it just grew from there, really. I became more and more involved. And I found that the more you put in, the more you get out. And, uh, yeah, I'm still sitting here today. There's been a few changes throughout. Like we said, uh, the UK split and ended up as a lot of individual chapters. We've probably got more chapters than America, I should imagine. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's, it's definitely evolved. Um, I'd like to think now that although Bearded Villains is about showcasing everybody's individuality and the beautiful facial hair that we all proudly possess, um, I'd like to think as well that the charity and the community side is being hit on a lot more now. I know it's obviously been around from the start, but you look across the world and there's more and more being done for different communities and different charities across the world. So that's where the, the big evolutions come from me and it's great to see. Yeah, I, that's, I, I'm so, um, I'm humbled because I didn't come in until 17. Um, and that's when I kind of started my journey with, with BV, but I'm humbled to see those of you guys that were here around in 15 in the beginning and took those initial steps and then created both in the UK and, and here in the States, uh, which is, I think where everything it basically started. It was in the States and UK, and it was kind of at the same time, roughly. Yeah. But you guys took those first steps and I, I think evolved it from just a beard club, guys taking pictures on Instagram, showing off stuff, to using that charity aspect of that. And so, um, I've, you know, it's, it's, it's humbling to me, you know, when I, when I meet the guys and talk to the guys that have been around for a while, like yourself, and that were responsible in their respective areas for seeing what BV could be and creating it into what it is today with all the charity and the brotherhood aspect of it. So um, yeah, most definitely. That's, that's awesome yeah. to see. How, how is it, how has it changed for you though? I mean, I know things are a little bit different over there um, in the UK versus the way things run here in the States. 
Um, how what what's been some of the the neatest changes in evolution uh, for for what you've seen? Um, I think changes for us were so. I think when you look back, when it was uh, one chapter, um, there was a lot of guys. And when you think now, if we combined all the chapters that are currently in the UK, we'd probably be as big as Sweden, if not bigger. Um, so it was very difficult for it to be managed under under one umbrella. So the breaking down of the chapters has kind of given us the independence to do what we want to do in our specific areas and the vision that each individual chapter has got and each individual captain is managing to get across and working with day in, day out is brilliant. Um, I think that side of things is the big thing. The organisation that can be done locally as opposed to nationally is a lot easier to do now. So the, the forward visions that we have for crazy charity events that i've done in the past that i'll speak to you about later on and um plans that we've got for the future i know a lot of the chapters in the uk are all working along the same lines and it's good to see that although we're all part of bearded villains within our specific areas we can use bearded villains as a platform to get these charity workings going on and to get out in the community and help people yeah i totally get that what has it been? Has it been a, a a really big struggle for you guys, uh, like so many other chapters during this this pandemic year, to find kind of a niche way to or a niche way to get out there and still make a difference uh, for people? Or are you guys have you guys pretty much been able to find stuff to do regardless? Yeah, we've we've been quite lucky in as much as um, we've got a lot of contacts within our chapter area. Um, we've always been helping um other local community interest product uh, projects um charities that are local to us etc um so a lot of the guys i let everybody speak freely within the chat there's there's no hierarchy just because i have a captain's tag we're all equals i don't have a co-captain um if i didn't have to have a captain i wouldn't have a captain because in my eyes we are all equals it doesn't matter if you're a villain loyal member elite whatever yeah. everyone's on the same page so the guys bring the ideas to me and because we're constantly getting this influx of ideas particularly during lockdown when we haven't been able to meet it's given people more time to sit at home and spitball these ideas and subsequently from that we've managed to get involved with other voluntary community projects um i mean we're currently helping a, a local facebook group called corona heroes peterborough and um, we're going out several of us day in day out we're delivering care packages to the vulnerable to those that are still shielding from covid um alongside that our partners um so our wives and our girlfriends they've been wrapping presents for kids that would otherwise go without um and we're going to help on this coming saturday um to deliver presents to let me get this right 244 children across the chapter so yeah well, there's always something for us to do yeah. Well, you guys, I've noticed in the in the the different posts that you guys have on your on your chapter postings, um, it's really cool to see because as you as you we talked off the air a little bit, you guys are a very close knit chapter, and it's very much family. And I know there's other chapters out there like that, but I love how your chapter just exudes that, and it's not just talk, and um, it's it's visible in the actions that you do in the way that you make posts and the things that you talk about that way. So I do think it's really cool. We talked off air about your, um, the wives and girlfriend chat or the page that you have. And you said you're working, they are kind of partnering with you on some of these things that you're doing right now with the, the Corona outreach stuff you're doing. Yeah, definitely. So when, um, when my wife, first heard about bearded villains as with a lot of us it's kind of the taboo or the the unknown of oh it's your, your weirdy beardy club what's it all about it's almost <laughs> like the secret handshake club um so i'm married with two kids i wanted to get my family involved as well because i thought the more they know about it the more they're open to it the more we can do together collectively the easier it's going to be for myself because i'm all in when it comes to bv i am all in so I wanted them to be all in as well. And from that, what happened was they evolved a wives and girlfriends, I don't know what you'd call it, a wives and girlfriends group 
So we have BVA WAGs. Um, they do their own things. I mean, it gets flipped on its head. Before COVID, they went and done, they do a, a thing called the Race for Life, which is a female-only race over here in the UK. So we went and supported them instead of them supporting us. Um, 90% of everything we do is always us, our partners, our kids. Don't get me wrong, there are the bros only meets, but they're quite few and far between when it comes to the chapter because we found the more you open it up to the family, the more everybody in the chapter gets out of it. Yeah, I, I love, I know we do, here in the States, a lot of everything is, is family oriented as well, but I love that you guys incorporate things so tightly in there um, in that regard. That's that's great. Can can you tell me a little bit? I'm just curious. Um, you you got a family and you've been in, like you said, for now what going on five years now. Um, yeah. What what was life like for you before BV? Um. So, I've always had that kind of male banter within a group environment. Um, since I was 18, I've I've contrary to my size i've been a doorman over here in the uk so i've always had that male camaraderie around me um and as i've gotten older and i've i've had the family i've kind of done less door work and i was looking for something where i needed to still feel that buzz of the camaraderie and the banter and having the guys around and the jokes and it was almost like i was looking for somewhere to belong and then when like i say when andy mentioned it to me and i looked at it I knew straight away that is where I needed to belong. Um, and this is what we say to a lot of the guys, a lot of our hopefuls. We say it's, it is a journey. Don't become engrossed and wrapped up in it. Enjoy the journey and what you put into it, you will get out. And whatever you get out will all be there beside you. So they've all got from day dot, they've got that ethic of you will belong here. We're all got your back. And it's not just us as villains all our wives and partners, we're all here for each other's families. We all go to each other's, obviously pre-COVID, go to each other's houses in groups for barbecues or we've been to soft play centres with the kids in separate little groups. And it's it's just become a massive extended family. We know BV's a brotherhood, but the whole thing now is just a big family. Yeah. Oh, I totally agree with that. That's... I love hearing that stuff. I love I love hearing that not only are you, have you set something in motion and you've set a platform for yourselves that way, but that the new guys are being taught early on right away, you know, that we're there for you and that you're we don't look at you any differently and um, reminding yeah, guys, sure. reminding guys from the get-go that you're 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 one of us and you're going to get out of it what you put into it. That's so important for BV. <clears throat> looking back, I, I know we've talked a little bit about this, but looking back how how would you say that that the bearded villains being a part of the bearded villains, um, especially where you're at uh, with your chapter, how has that changed your life? I think it sounds very cliche, but I think it's made me a better person. Um, so again, the the growing up, the the late teens, um, the early twenties. We've all lived a life, shall we say? And maybe I was going down the wrong path for a while. Um, and I wanted to find something that could lead me back onto the right path. I'm not saying it was BV, but leading up to BV, I was kind of coming back to the right the right pathway. Um, and now that I've had this opportunity to be part of BV, and I'm blessed that I'm now captain of the chapter, and the guys around me are all top guys, and they all want to be involved, and they all want to do the charity work. It's It's just made me as a person feel good about, little things day in day out like we did a thing a couple of months ago where the guys in our chat would say to them do one good deed a day and we'd have people say oh i let the the old lady with two pieces of shopping go in front of me in the queue today and because i had a trolley full or oh a, a woman needed um some money for a car parking ticket so i paid for a ticket and it's all these little things that they just make you feel good make you feel good about yourself and more so than make you feel good because you're helping others. Yeah. I love it. First of all, let me say, 
I <laughs> I love talking to guys that, that don't live in the states because I love the lingo. I love the you you the the way that you that you phrase things and the the words that the vocabulary you use sometimes is so different than what we say. <laughs> and I love it because it's like every time I'm I'm actually you can't you well, maybe you could tell I'm I'm jotting little notes down because I love this word or this word and. You know, it's it's just funny. Listen, when we when we talk, it's like I say one thing and you refer to it as a completely different word or phrase. And tomato, tomato, hey? Yeah, I love. But you know what? I love it's it's a you know for us it's a shopping cart. It's a trolley for you. It's a yeah. you know it's it's I, I just love that. So and I did write down because <laughs> I've never heard it referred to this way, and I want to remember it. Uh, I had to write down your beardy weirdy weirdy club. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the weirdy beardy club. The weirdy yeah. beardy club. Yeah, I had to. I've never heard it referred to that way. I love it. So I'm, I'm telling you now, I'm going to steal that. I don't know where you grabbed that from, if it was yours. But by all means, I've not copyrighted it, so go for it. <laughs> oh, good. That's awesome. So, what? I mean, you guys. When I reached out to, I've I've spoken to a few different people, especially over one of the things I like to do with these podcasts is talk to guys from different parts of the world and say, you know, before I get off the air with them, I say, you know, Hey, what's, you know, is there somebody else in your neck of the woods in your country and your area that, um, that you might have more contact with than obviously I would, and, and that you'd think would be a great person for me to interview. And so, you know, even though you were already on my list, you've actually been recommended to me a few times um, and saying, and you, not just it. specifically you, but also you and the, and the fact that you represent a very active um, charitable chapter. So um, I think it's important to acknowledge that. So congratulations for that. Thank you very much. But what, looking back, um, is there is there one or two things, and I know we don't like to necessarily say favorites, but is there is there one or two things that, that really sticks in your in your mind and is is incredibly memorable charitable effort or charitable experience that you've witnessed or been a part of in your bv journey uh yeah i think it goes without saying that any of the, the big meets that you go to when the guys are raising the money for their individual charities that they're raising money for at the time all of those all of those are memorable to me because it's always a part that you may have only contributed a little bit to that particular meet, but it's the bigger picture stuff that you've contributed to. But on a personal level, um, we as a chapter, um, we're going back maybe four years ago now, we decided that once a year we were going to go for one big crazy charity endurance event. Um, and subsequently we, we've kept up with that. Um, I think the first one we did um in our local shopping center we had static bikes a lot of spin bikes um and between the some of the chapter guys at the time we covered the distance of peterborough to paris that's 364 miles don't ask me what that is in kilometers but it's quite a lot um wait a minute we, wait a minute let me interrupt you hold on hold on that story you guys you guys use miles we use miles yeah yeah with that old school <laughs> Wait a minute. I've never heard anybody over in the UK refer to miles. They're always talking about kilometers. No, 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 no. Really? Well, yeah. Okay. Maybe I'm mistaken, but oh, okay. It's it's refreshing. It, it, makes us, <laughs> it makes me feel like we're not the only weirdos in the world. Uh, uh, seems we're, like we're, we're the weirdos. Okay. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Finish your story. <laughs> so no you, did the bike, you did the bike thing with the 300 and how long it was? Yeah. 364 miles covering the distance of Peterborough to Paris in a shopping center on a busy Saturday afternoon. Um, we'd done that in just under 12 hours. And that for me was kind of the pinnacle point to see members of the general public coming over. It was the first time where people would be like, Oh, hang on a minute! They've all got beards. What are they doing? And from that point, the the exposure grew, and people around our area now even go up to guys and go, "Oh, are you one of them bearded villains?" So it grew and grew from there. Um, then the following year, four of us covered the distance of Hadrian's Wall, which is a uh, an old historical. I don't know what you call it, point, monument, landmark within the UK um, that goes from one side of the country to the other. It's 84 miles. Um, most sane people, they say, oh, yeah, six days walking with a, a walk vehicle. So I said to the guys, if any of you are up for it, let's do it in three days and carry all our own kit. So needless to say, 
only three others volunteered. But yeah, we, we managed to get that one done. Um, last year, two of us went to Africa um, and climbed Mount Tubcal, which is the highest mountain in the Atlas Mountains. Um, and then this year, we'd got a few things planned, but obviously COVID put pay to that. So we kept it local um, and we'd done a 35-mile yomp around the one of the cities where most of us are based um, in just under 12 hours. So, yeah, every year we try and plan a big, silly endurance event. I'm not sure what we got planned for next year, but we need to keep going bigger. <laughs> That's crazy. I like that. I'm not sure I'd be on board with it, but I like it. Um, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a big guy that used to be in shape. Um, <laughs> Maybe it would maybe it would push me to get in get in more shape. I don't know. Um, the some of our guys, there's it's the heart. It's all about the heart. It's like you say, it's the heart of a villain. And that's what it's like. Some of the guys who've done our event last month, they covered that mileage. And I'm not disrespecting anybody, but on face value, you'd go, no way. But the heart shone through and those boys did it. So I'll take my out off to them. Awesome. That's great. So were you, do you, is this just, are these events that you do each year, are they, are they designed to, is it just to get some, you know, recognition, not necessarily recognition, but get the name out for BV or is it, um, or is it, do you, do you make some sort of a charitable contribution as a part of that? Is that what you do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. These are, so we fundraise whilst we're doing these, we'll put out across social media, um, and all of our friends and family, they'll all share it for us. And we'll say, we're going to go and walk stupid miles in minimal hours. Feel free to throw some money our way and we're going to put it straight towards the charity that we're supporting for that year. So we've, we've raised quite a, a decent amount of money. I mean, uh, last event helped finish our totaliser on our current charity, which is a charity known as WizKids. They uh, supply tailor-made wheelchairs to under 18s because over here the NHS will only do a bog standard wheelchair which obviously doesn't cater for everybody's needs so our last event helped us go over our six and a half thousand pound target again don't ask me what that is in dollars <laughs> and then beyond that my uh, good man Mr Fox one Lewis Fox one of my members he ran an auction last Saturday night in the auction room and we got just over another thousand pounds to add to that total so we've absolutely smashed that one that's awesome. That's really cool. I, I love you know, you know, it puts to shame some of the efforts I've I you know I've I've seen uh, locally, but I mean when I say locally here in the states, some of the it's just it's impressive to see some of the numbers. But one of the things I love most about like what you're talking about and what I've seen with it seems like every chapter um, that I interview and talk about you know what the the different charitable think charitable things they're doing are you're finding some of these smaller organizations that it doesn't matter that you're not donating $20,000 to them because mm-hmm. to these smaller organizations that really need it, it means you know, the world that, that it, it's, it's, it makes their year. Um, yeah. and so I, I, I love, and I've never heard of, a, a that organization. Obviously it's specific to the area, but I'm sure that there's something else, you know, similar to that over here. Uh, I'm sure if guys are interested in searching that kind of thing out. So that's another really great thing I've, I've loved about this podcast is we hear about something over there and guys are like, Hey, I wonder if that's something we can do over in our country. So really refreshing. Definitely. And another thing we, we try and do as well as, as picking a, a charity each year and helping those uh, in between, if we can, um, we try and target charities that are close to the chapter's heart in some way or form. I mean, we done an event last year called Grillin' Fest. Um, big boat on one of the local rivers. There was barbecues, live bands playing all day. Um, and all the money raised from that went to a, a local charity known as Andy's Man Club, which is a support group for men's mental health because mm. obviously we're, we're a male group um, and guys within the chapter, myself included, we've all had some form of mental health problems at some point. It's not a taboo subject anymore. Um, it needs to be put out there that it's not a taboo subject anymore. And there's so much stigma around men's mental health that this charity and his man club brings people in for a chat and helps them break that stigma. Um, subsequently, then this year, um, we've done an event at the beginning of the year, which was one of the very few that the UK's had called February. 
Um, and the money we raised for that was, again, for a local charity called Petals, which is a, a baby loss counselling service because we've got a couple of guys, again, in the chapter who unfortunately have, have been through those circumstances. So as well as picking a, an annual chapter, we also try and target chapters that are close to some of our hearts as well within the chapters. Oh, that's so cool. So cool. Well, you guys are, are definitely setting an example for others to follow, whether you know it or not. Um, and it and it extends, uh, I know outside, like I said, it, it's noticed by so many people I know over in the UK, but it's even noticed over here in the States and other chapters um, are, are seeing it. And it's it's just nice to see. It's, it's nice to see that guys are still trying to find a way to make a difference and not just, you know, sitting on their laurels. And, um, and I'm not saying that anybody really is right now. But I just love the I love the intuitive nature and the how how guys are just trying to find a way, just trying to yeah, find a way definitely. to make a difference. So definitely. to that to that end, you have just completed last weekend part one of four of your toy drive three. Holy so yes. let's get into that a little bit because it's pretty exciting <laughs> stuff. You're you're affecting you you guys are affecting a lot of people with this thing. So tell me a little bit about this toy drive and and how it's finishing up this weekend. And, and so guys, if there's any way that people can, that, that are listening to this can donate in any way, shape or form coming into this weekend for you to help out by all means, let us know. Brilliant. Um, yeah. So again, obviously, like we said, this is toy drive three, um, toy drive two last year and our first one subsequently the year before that, um, toy drive one, we went to our local hospital to the children's ward, donated toys, went around onto the ward gave the toys it was brilliant it was humbling a few of us again myself included come away shed a tear or two just to see the the things that some families have to go through at that time of the year it's bad enough at any time of the year but during the festive period heartbreaking so we said right we're going to do this every single year last year um, we were going to do the same hospital, um, but we found out that they'd got a lot of government funding. Um, subsequently, one of the women who worked on the ward, she started her own specialist paediatric wing in the ED. So in the emergency department, she set up a specialist paediatric wing to shield children from the horrors that come through the door in day-to-day -day life of a, an emergency department. Um, but they don't get any funding. So we said, you know what, all these big independents and all your, your companies around the, the UK are helping out all these, these children's ward. Let's do our bit for these people who aren't getting anything. So last year we got double the amount of stuff to what we got the first year and we took it to, to Jackie over on the, uh, the paediatric ward. Went in, met the nurses, um, saw some of the children that were in that particular day, and it was an amazing thing to to be part of. Um, so it was quite in between those two years, we went back into the the, the, the hospital. Um, we helped them build an all-weather ping-pong table, um, a few other bits out in the garden. So then this year came, and uh, we've all been in lockdown and isolation for prolonged prolonged period of time so that on top of the the festive season we said let's let's go bigger let's go better let's let's really go for it um and subsequently we're now uh, four hospitals in the chapter so we've, we've got the one that we've just done in in peterborough and that was done on saturday and there was just shy of 400 gifts donated to that um the lady again the, the rulings are different so obviously we can't go in due to covid so we presented them outside she's taken them to self-isolate the the presence and quarantine the presence for 72 hours she's then got the task of wrapping them all which <laughs> is going to be a massive task but i know she'll do it because she messaged me after we'd, we'd been and said she she had a tear or two after we'd left because it was so overwhelming, the the kind-heartedness and the generosity of not just us, but the public that's filtered through us to give these gifts. Um, and then next weekend, we're visiting on the Saturday, we're visiting our, another hospital called the Queen Elizabeth Hospital in Kings Lynn. Um, on the Sunday, we're visiting the James Paget University Hospital in Great Yarmouth. And then on the Monday, we're visiting Addenbrooke's Hospital in Cambridge, which is particularly poignant and 
are close to all of our hearts. Um, as you know from speaking to Alex, <clears throat> sorry, I'm getting a bit choked up here. As you know from speaking to Alex, um, Alexander Lyon um, earlier in the year, that's where Elliot spent a lot of his time before leaving us, unfortunately. So it's a it means a lot this year. That's, yeah, that was terrible. Um, I, how how do you even undertake such a such a thing? Where you were, was most of this all the, these toys were they donated specifically toys or were there monetary donations and you guys went out and got toys or was it mostly just toys that were given? Most of it was toys that were given. To be perfectly honest, the, the power of social media and the power of word of mouth. Um, I said to the guys, so currently in our chapter, we've got over 60 members. And I said to all of them, I'll set you a target, get 10 gifts. It doesn't matter if it's 10 packs of pencils, a soft toy, et cetera, et cetera. Let's all try and get 10 each because then when we split that between the four, that's 150 gifts per hospital, which is brilliant. And as you, you heard from the figures previous, we've, we've gone away above and beyond that. And I think... Again, it goes back to the generosity of the general public. Now that we've got that bit more exposure over the years and people know who bearded villains are in East Anglia and they know what we're about, they want to help. And even yesterday, like we, we got people in local supermarkets saying to our guys, oh, I missed you one in Peterborough, but I know you've got one coming up at the weekend. Come and see us. The supermarket wants to give you more stuff. So it's brilliant. So cool. So cool. I know. Do you guys now... I may I may be asking a dumb question here. Do you guys? I know here in the states we have like Toys for Tots, um, where it's a national thing that that goes on, where there's a national organization that, um, and a lot of times it's the, the you'll see like United States Marines outside and have little mm -hmm. booths set up, or they'll have a, a collection bin. Do you guys have stuff like that for a that's a that's kind of on more of a national basis? Um, so uh, I think a big thing, they, they don't have as such a, a national toy collection, um, but a lot of cities throughout the UK, they run a thing called Giving Trees. So pretty much most supermarkets throughout the festive period, they'll have a big Christmas tree, they'll have loads of name tags on it, and it'll just say, I don't know, Lee, age 10, or Susie, age 3. And you go and pick a tag off the tree, you buy a gift and then you take it back and put it under the tree and then they take it and distribute them that way. Okay. Okay. So do you guys have a, do you guys find it difficult then as I'm thinking through this and I'm thinking, this is something that I think a lot of guys around here would love to be able to do. It seems like I know here in the States, a lot of chapters partner with somebody else's toy drive uh, mm -hmm. to do it, but you guys have your own toy drive and you do your own thing. Do you find it difficult to get people to take that? I mean, initially, was it difficult to say, hey, we're doing our own toy drive. You may not have heard of this before, but we're legit. <laughs> we're legitimate. We're not taking your toys to give them to our own kids or anything like that. How, how, did, you, how did you come about getting everything set up for that to begin with to get people's you know, attention to the fact that it's real? So I think the very first one we'd done was it was planet by ear and it was all a bit hit and miss and we just went about it like you say we, we said to people exactly as you said, Oh, we're legitimate, this is where the toys are gonna end up. You've all heard of the Amazon Children's Ward at Peterborough Hospital. It'll be all over social media so you can see that what we've said we've actually done. Um and that was kind of the first year. But then from the first year to the second year we did our homework. And this is why we've gone to a niche area of the, the, the Peterborough Hospital. Like I said, we've gone to an area where they're not getting any backing. They're not getting any funding. And because we've done our homework on this and we've spoke to the department a lot more about it, when people ask us questions, it's not a case of, oh, yeah, we're opening up the hospital. It's a case now where we can say, right, we're opening up Jackie James and her team. They're the paediatric wing, the emergency department, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So, it's that you can validate everything you're speaking about. Um, and if people have got questions, it's not a case of you going, um, well, uh, I'll get back to you. Um, people know just by what you're saying, what you're doing and what you're advertising that this is legit. And the fact that we, we get the exposure as well. I mean, we, 
going to be in the local press this weekend, which also coincides with what we've been doing. Um, I went on to a BBC radio breakfast show a couple of weekends ago um, and explained to them, bearded villains, what we do and what we're all about. And for me, that's a big thing. It's getting the exposure. It's not. I'm not here for plaudits. I'm not here to say, hi, look at me. I'm all about what we do what we're about and what we can offer people. Yeah. I love it. I love it. And, and I'm hoping that guys that will hear this will say, maybe if we do a little bit of extra legwork, we can actually do our own. We'll find somebody locally. We'll find, uh, you know, a hospital or two or three or four in our area. You know, we can start small uh, and find yeah. somebody that's not getting, getting some of that funding uh, to help out. And I know that there's, there's been about small, big. Yeah. Yeah. So great. So I'm glad. I'm glad that you you kind of clued us in a little bit to that and and your process how that how that happened. So Lee, I, I'm impressed as hell, man, um, by by the way that you're leading and by the, by your chapter itself. And uh, I think it's such a cool thing that you guys are doing over there, and the example you guys are setting. The last question I want to ask you is this, is kind of something I ask a lot of guys, especially uh, captains that have been around for as long as you have. Um, speaking to new guys, and you've you've kind of touched on this a little bit about how you guys approach this, uh, the attitude and the the mentality of it for, for when you guys bring new guys in. But if you're sitting down at a multi chapter meet and you run into two or three guys that are new, that are still in their hopeful phase, and they just want to talk to somebody that's been around for a bit, um, what what kind of advice you know to tell guys you know about what they're expecting, what they need to expect and what they need to look forward to. What would you, what would you give to them? So on a personal level, I would say to these guys, like I said earlier on, BV is a journey. You, we all start that journey from day one. The, the best way I could describe it, it's like the first day at school. You've spoken to people in chat rooms and you've got to know the guys around, but until you meet people, it's like the first day at school. You've got all this knowing of what's going to happen, but until it happens, you're nervous as hell. And then when you meet guys, bang, it's like you've known each other forever. And from that point, friendships will blossom. You'll go from strength to strength within the chapter, and then before you know it, you'll be the guy that's been there a little while, and you'll be passing on your knowledge and your wisdom. It's all part of the journey. Enjoy the journey. Don't get blinkered. Don't get wrapped up but enjoy the journey. And the two biggest things that I say to any of the guys is we can offer two things to anybody. Both of them cost nothing. Yeah. At the same time, they're both priceless and that's time and kindness. Lee, Lee, just a mic drop right there. That's a <laughs> mic drop. That's, that's so good. I'm just going to leave it at that. Those are, those are great words to end on, man. Um, Lee, it was it was my pleasure, man, to to be able to talk to you. I'm I'm happy I was finally able to get you on, and uh, just keep keep doing the Thank keep you. doing the things you guys are doing over there. Um, Thank you. Can I just say if anybody anybody at all ever wants any advice, um, how to go about with charity events, etc. I know all the guys smash it, but if anybody wants any particular advice on niche areas, I'm always on the end of my phone. I'm always there on the line chat. I'm always there on Instagram. So just speak to me. Yeah. He is Mr. Greaves. Mr. Greaves out there on IG. Hit up hit him up or just find him on the uh chapter page for East Anglia. Lee, thanks so much, man. And uh I look much. forward to seeing you seeing you in person one day soon. Yeah, hopefully me too. I'm looking forward to it, man. Yeah. All right. Thanks again, buddy. Take care. All right. That is Mr. Greaves. Mr. Greaves. Man, you know, uh I'm reminded, guys, every, it's, it's funny. Every interview that I do with our brothers, I take something away from. And sometimes it's just a little phrase or a little passing thought. And um, recently when I spoke to Skip several episodes back now, um, you know, he's, he told us uh, that we need to be inspired by actions, not by people. To be inspired by actions, not by people. And this episode 
I hope we can look back on this. Other guys can too, that we're not here live to see this, but can watch back on the replay or listen to it later. But I hope that guys will take that to heart and recognize this episode with everything that we have covered from all of these many, many different chapters and probably one or two out there that I did not cover that are doing some amazing things this holiday season so that kids have gifts, so that homeless people have clothing. And the work that the East Anglia chapter is doing. To be inspired by their actions, not by people. These are perfect examples, guys. Be inspired by actions, not by people. The actions of our brothers that we have out there is speaking volumes. And I just hope that we're all listening. If you are looking for an all-natural beard oil that will not only tame your beard and coarse hairs, but make your beard soft and smell amazing, check out Pulpo Beard Oils. Veteran-owned and made for today's beards, Pulpo Beard Products combine the best beard ingredients on the market with incredible customer service to ensure your happiness. Whether you need beard wash, beard oil, beard balm, or some fun clothing, Pulpo is the place to go. Feel fresh, feel savage, feel confident with Pulpo Beard Oils. Go to Pulpo Beard Oils, that's P-U-L-P-O beardoils.com and use the code the heart of a villain for a discount on your order. All right, guys. So we've got some stuff coming up, not too many things, but we do have some events coming up that, well, they fit into a calendar of events as we like to call it here on the show. So um, just a couple things on the list right now, but hopefully as we all start getting used to things and the year starts coming into fold, uh, we get rid of this year and we move on to next, we're going to have some other things to talk about. Right now, what do we have? We have just two things really. Uh, January 9th, coming up in a couple weeks, Bearded Villains down in Smoky Mountain. Smoky Mountain Bearded Villains, the third anniversary party. They're having a beard competition in East Ridge, Tennessee. Looks like a lot of fun down there. I will hope to be there unless something crazy happens. Smoky Mountain Bearded Villains, third anniversary beard competition and party. That's January 9th. Hit up the Bearded Villains down there, Smoky. If you have any questions or anything else about that event. Then February 27th, 2021, the Bearded Villains Southern Indiana has their polar plunge. After the holidays, we will get some further information on that. If you're curious about how to donate or how to take part in said event, I'm sure they were going to be rolling that out. They're going to let us get past the holidays first, and then they're going to roll that thing out there. So February 27th, 2021, mark your calendars for the Bearded Villains Southern Indiana Polar Plunge. Guys, we have had a great episode here. Thank you so much again to everybody who has been here live, taking some time out of your Friday night. It means more than you know. Everybody that's checking this out on the replay after the fact, thank you so much for being here as well. I cannot thank you guys enough. Uh, this podcast is as much my podcast, nah, as I always say, this podcast is as much your podcast as it is mine. And uh, it means the world to me that you guys support this in such a way. Uh, to that end, if you have any uh, information, if you have any questions about trying to get T-shirts and patches, pins, and poker chips, all that fun stuff, hit up theheartofavillain.simplecast.com, theheartofavillain.simplecast.com. There you can listen to all previous 61 episodes of this podcast. And you can also get those shirts, patches, and pins, and all the fun stuff there. Theheartofavillain.simplecast.com. Incidentally, anybody who is waiting on a shirt that has prepaid for a shirt and is waiting on them right now, they went out today. They went out today. If you've already paid for a shirt and were waiting on a print and waiting on them, they did go out today. So I can't guarantee a time frame on that because of, well, the U.S. Postal Service and COVID slamming us in the rear. But we'll hope for the best, right? <laughs> we'll hope for the best, guys. All right, guys, this is going to wrap up episode 62 of The Heart of a Villain. Thank you guys so much for being here. 
those of you who are alive, means a lot. Like I said, guys, I want to challenge you to be the villain that the world needs you to be. Because as Jay has told us, and we like to remind ourselves, the heart of a villain never stops beating. Finally, guys, it's extremely important to remember, if you are not okay, well, it's okay. Because it's okay not to be okay. If you are hurting, please find a brother to talk to. Remember, it's okay not to be okay. So for now, guys, have a great weekend. Enjoy the week ahead. Take care. Stay safe. For all one, no borders. Don't get it twisted like contortionists in close quarters. My crew has more heads than peeps cleaning up on borders. When Blige, Jelly, and I, we come together, transformers. So when we meet up, there's shakes, bruises, and salutes. Every brother is different, fingerprints and attributes. One thing in common with the beard of the Institute. Worldwide, we ain't shot down.